Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. This week's topic is fix and flip. Pretty hot market out there. Typical hot market. What we see is pseudo investors coming out of the woodwork wanting to do fix and flips. They watch these crazy shows, the Property Brothers, a whole bunch of other shows on TV. I don't even know what they're called anymore, but I I see all kinds of them on the uh, Home and Garden channel, HGTV. So uh, at any rate, uh, great shows, no question about it. Pretty neat. I think for the most part, you know, there's probably some theatrics in there to make for good television, and there's other people that are probably making some good money. Anyway, I do get calls on fix and flips all the time. And um, quite honestly, I think probably the biggest frustration to me as a realtor from with regards to these calls is um, how easy people think it is and how underfunded they actually are. Because, you know, you need some money in your jeans here to do this, folks. You either need money in your jeans to do it or you need to have access to money. And when I say that, I mean money that's not going to cost you a fortune, that's not going to erode your profits. So at any rate, I wanted to do a little episode on fix and flips and what my advice would be to people that are looking to do this. Okay, so first and foremost, I guess what you want to do is you want to find properties that are under market value, primarily ugly properties that are under market value, properties that need a little bit of work. If you get into something that needs a lot of work, if you do not have the expertise to take on these projects, they could end up being a nightmare for you. I always tell people to approach that very cautiously in terms of taking on work that they can handle. Okay, so I mean that is that is uh, definitely a big deal. So finding properties under market value is not necessarily in our market an easy thing to do because it is very very hot. But from time to time you can find them. Quite honestly, where you're probably going to find your best deals are not going to be on the multiple listing service. Sometimes they are. Okay, sometimes you get little sleepers in there. What you're probably going to find them in is in the private for sale market because those guys, you know, a lot of times they're not as sophisticated in terms of determining the market value of their property. They don't expose them as well as what a realtor can do. So, you know, you've got that sort of advantage as a buyer that you don't have a lot of competition. So you might just be able to steal so to speak, one of these properties. And the key here is you got to buy it under market value. So how do you make money on fixes and flips? I guess the first step more than anything else is to determine what the in value of that property is going to be once it's all fixed up. So once you do everything you want to do to it, what is the in value going to be? So you got, you know, $300,000, just as an example. What I would do as a savvy investor, I wouldn't try and sell it for $300,000, I would even have my goal at having that number even 2 to 5% below. Because what I want to be able to do is once this property is ready to sell, I want to be able to aggressively put it on the market. So when I put it on the market, it's going to sell really quick. Okay, I don't want to be carrying this property for a long time. All right. The next thing that you want to do is you want to estimate your cost of repairs. And I mean with a fine tooth comb here, folks. You go through with a checklist, you go through everything that needs to be done and determine what the cost of all those repairs are. There are several different uh, charts online that you can use to do that. Uh, there's a book that's actually promoted called Flip. And um, I'll put a link in the show notes that you can buy it 
through uh, Amazon. We'll just put it in the show notes so you can buy it there. It is forwarded by Gary Keller, which is the guy from Keller Williams. And it's written by two guys by the name of Rick Villani and Clay Davis. Very good book in terms of determining if you want to go into this arena, how to go about flipping properties. All right. The next thing you want to do is you want to factor in your acquisition costs. Okay, remember when you bought this property, it cost you money to do it. It may have cost you an appraisal. It may have cost you legal fees. Obviously, it did. It may have cost you some land transfer tax, all of that kind of stuff. I want you to factor that all in as part of your expenses, just like a repair. Okay, so you factor that in as part of your cost of acquiring this property. Okay, the next thing that I want you to do, this is the most important, probably one of the things I see people screw up more than anything. Actually, I should correct myself the worst thing I see people do is buying the property to paying too much for the property so that's mistake number one do not overpay for a property if you've done that folks you're, you're done you're that's the kiss of death for you you won't get your money back okay but the next thing that I see people really screw up on when they're doing their math is factoring in their their carrying costs of this property so if you're going in you're buying a cash obviously there's a, there's a value for that but obviously not as much as if you're servicing a loan so if you're servicing a loan or a mortgage while you're carrying this property remember you have to pay property taxes while you own it you have to heat it possibly or you have to cool it or whatever the case may be you have to hydro bills on it all of that's insurance factor all of those things in and I would factor them in for at least three to six months. Again, it's going to depend on how long you're going to take to, to finish up this house, but you need to factor that in as an expense, okay? And then once you're done all that, then you got to factor in your cost of disposing of this property. What is that? Real estate commissions, legal fees, any kind of bonuses that you got to pay to a partner or to the mortgage if you got to pay it out with a bonus, that kind of thing. Once you've figured all those expenses out, then you take it off the second thing that I mentioned, which is the end value of the property, all fixed up, minus 2 to 5% because we want to sell it fast. That's going to give you your profit margin. Okay, that's going to give you what you're going to make as a profit. Now, you really have to figure out how much you may even want to have a threshold as far as what you're willing to do. Is $10,000 profit good enough for you? Is $20,000 what you need? $30,000, $50,000, whatever the case might be. But you, you want to make sure that the juice is worth the squeeze here, guys. So fixes and flips are not for the faint at heart. You need some dough. A little while ago, I had some people call me on it, and they they were, were going to buy a property using CMHC. Okay, so in other words, FHA financing. Okay, which which means they're going to have to pay an insurance on it. That that's not the right way to do it. If you need to pay CMHC fees on a fix and flip, guys, you're giving away your profit. You can't do it. You need the dough. All right, you need the money so you're able to buy these properties and, and and you and you get this done as reasonable as possible. The other thing that I just want to kind of mention because it's it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine and I've seen it out there especially with other fix and flips is when you finish the product, when you're finishing the house, you know, to to flip, finish the darn house. You know, there's nothing more you know, frustrating than going into a house that's vacant. You can tell it's a fix and flip. You don't need to be a road scholar to figure that out. But you can tell that the guys that have done it have run out of money. So all of a sudden they leave a portion of the house completely unfinished. Well, guys, you know, 
well, this is big. This is big boys. You know, this is this is uh, the big leagues here. Okay, so if you're going to go into the fix and flip, do it right. Don't leave them half finished. That's just going to cost you money. And at the end of the day, you know, you're 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 maybe playing in a sandbox that you shouldn't be playing in. Fix and flips, great way to make some money, but not for the faint at heart. And remember, especially in a market like Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, very competitive market. There's a lot of guys out there looking for the same thing. So be careful not to get sucked in to paying too much for these houses. So be very, very careful. If you need some help with fix and flips, by all means, give me a call. Certainly not one of my favorite things by by no means, but if if it's done with somebody that knows what they're doing, I can help you. But if you're if you're looking to get in this thing with very little money, guys, don't fix and flip. This is not for the faint at heart. Okay. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Look forward to talking to you next week. And uh, this is the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.